machines might replicate tasks, they will never replicate the human spirit. And that you are going to bring, as an expert professional in your field, amazing contributions in years to come. Renata Bernardi, and this is the Job Hunting Podcast, where I interview experts and professionals and discuss issues that are important for job hunters and those who are working to advance their careers. So make sure that you subscribe and follow, and let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome back to the Job Hunting Podcast, a show that's dedicated to helping professionals who are looking to reinvent their careers, especially those in the second half of their careers, catching up with the future of work, becoming more and more relevant as your career moves forward, and giving you the confidence to look at career advancement in this new world of work, together with machines and AI. So today we are going to deep dive into this riveting topic of how you can stay relevant and thrive in a professional landscape that will be impacted dramatically by AI and machines. And I want you to fasten your seatbelts because this isn't about catching up with change. It's about you leading it. So let's go. But first, let me ask you a question. Are you on the list to get my weekly newsletter? Because every week I will send you an email, my newsletter, with the latest episode of the Job Hunting Podcast, so you never miss an episode. And I also add important articles, reports, and information that I have curated specifically for professionals in the corporate world. And this is information that I think is important to read for those who are keen to advance their careers. You're also going to be the first one to know whenever I have events planned or I'm relaunching my group coaching program, which I'm planning to do before the end of the year and have access to my free resources, which I designed specifically for job seekers to help them develop their careers strategically. So please sign up on my website. RenataBernardi.com. There's also a link to it in the episode show notes. So it's not the first time that I'm talking about AI. It's not going to be the last, but I promise I'll give you a break for the next few episodes. But why does it matter so much to me? It's not that I'm looking at the episodes and thinking, oh, people love listening to this. Let me do more and more. No, I truly am focusing on this because I think it's so important for you. I really do believe that executives and professionals in the corporate, nonprofit and government sectors really need to imagine a future where machines are not only going to assist us, but potentially redefine our professions. I believe that two years from now, the rate of change in the industries that we're in will be exponential and that machines will enhance and possibly replace countless tasks that you're doing right now. Anything from writing to diagnostics of issues at work, the machine era is upon us and it's important for us to understand our place in this new world. And before you say, isn't this just a hype? Let me share this. This transformative effect of generative AI is not at all overstated. The world is changing and you should be prepared 
to not only embrace it, but hopefully lead it. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about specific topics that I've been reading and researching to help my clients, especially when I'm doing executive coaching, to develop AI as part of their narrative, as part of their professional development, and embrace that as part of their leadership roles. In my newsletter that I'm sending out together with this episode, like I said, you should sign up. I will add additional resources for those that want to deep dive into the subject and read a book or read articles that I have identified as really important reads for those that want to take charge of this transformation. The first topic that I want to bring up is, of course, creativity. While machines take over mundane tasks, they create a space for creative thinkers to thrive. Think of this new world as a giant opportunity for you. Machines are your paintbrushes and your creativity is the paint. And you can use the paintbrush in whichever way you want in this giant canvas of your work. So with tools like AI, aging research, aging analysis, aging writing up of reports, the champions of the work that we are doing tomorrow will be those that can explore those capabilities in very productive ways, very original ways, right? So it's really important to think about AI as opening up opportunities for creative ways of embracing work and engaging with work. It gives you an edge that others are not yet embracing. So I want you to consider doing that. I have done episodes in the past teaching people how to use AI for job hunting, but you can adapt those same learnings for any other type of work that you're doing currently in your job. The second key issue that I want to bring up is ethics. This is really important. In this new age, the lines between human and machine are blurring. I always inform and advise my younger students. I teach at Monash University. It's master's students, so there's a big range of age, but you know, some of them are quite young. And it's important for them to delve into ethics and philosophy. I'm always telling my friends kids about the importance of ethics and philosophy and social sciences in artificial intelligence. And if you're interested in that, if you're not an engineering type, but you are in the sort of social sciences spheres, there are important dilemmas that we haven't even fathomed that is important to embrace and participate in the AI conversation. So imagine, for instance, forming a bond with a machine that mimics human interaction. It may sound science fiction and out of a movie. I love the movie Her. I'm going to put a link to it below, but I'm thinking about her as I say these words, because in that movie, if you have watched it, you know what I mean. Joaquin Phoenix is interacting with an AI that mimics human interaction, right? And they have this relationship between them. And this is a future possibility. And I want us to 
equip ourselves with the wisdom to discern and navigate this future. And it's important for us to include ethics and philosophy in how we create and transform AI. And that's something that if it's something that you have as part of your career, then you can engage with AI in that way. So question the implications of harmful use, help organizations design policies to embrace AI and not to avoid AI and use these machines and look at opportunities to use technology responsibly in your work right? So this is such an important area of ethics in this new frontier of AI and machine. Then thirdly, I would love to talk about human connectivity, which should be at the heart of it all. Here's something machines will never be able to replicate. It's our human essence. In a world where isolation becomes the norm due to remote work, I deal with this all the time, especially with my clients who are currently between jobs and are feeling quite lonely, you know, and unable to access networks. Even in this post-pandemic world, things have shifted a lot in terms of how people work and how remote they are. And those opportunities to bump into people is really now kind of harder than ever before. So the value of that human touch and that, you know, connection with others has been growing and it's so much more important now. We've taken it for granted for so long and now we really do miss it. And that human connectivity can be your strength in this new world of AI interaction. Things like being joyful, being empathetic, experience genuine connections. This is gold. If this is something that you think of as a strength of yours, then use it. Use it and make it part of your narrative, part of your reputation and the talent and the skills that you bring into work. Real leaders of tomorrow won't just be those who manage teams, but those who can truly inspire people, connect with people, and then lead, right? So I think that that human connectivity now, especially for those who can translate it well into this sort of new world of video, async communications, you know, sometimes you're not talking to people live or face to face. Sometimes you're sending them a message, you're recording a video. Those messages, if you can make those really joyful and empathetic and genuine, then you are a winner and a leader of tomorrow. And fourth, I want to talk about agility. My friend Marianne Rue is the queen of personal agility. I will put a link below to a past episode of this podcast with Marianne. We actually have two, but there is one that's specifically about personal agility. And this is so important for us to keep pace with change. <laughs> and if you think about how computers have transformed our world, 
I mean, I'm old enough to remember a time when we didn't have to work 100% of the time with computers. Like when I opened my business, which was the first real big job that I have, that was, oh my gosh, I'm going to say how old I am now, it was in 1993. <laughs> I did have a computer. It was a big, chunky one. And I was very proud that when I opened my travel agency, yes, I was a travel agent. <laughs> For seven years, I had a travel agency and we had three computers, one for each one of us. So I had two people working for me and I can't tell you how proud I was that I was able to invest in those three computers and they were big ones, but not everybody had that. I think because of who I was married to. My husband was in IT and who I was a daughter of. My father was in IT. We actually lived in the Silicon Valley in the 80s and nothing could be more sort of tech than that. <laughs> Maybe this explains a lot about my interest in AI now. It's because I do remember the transformative effect that computers had in my world, mobile phones had in my world, Microsoft Excel had in my world. I studied engineering before Excel. I don't even know how that could be because Excel has transformed the way that we work these days. Now, if you can think about amplifying that transformation, that's where we're at in 2023 and beyond. Machines are nearing true artificial general intelligence, right? This is where we're at. This means everything will be faster, unpredictable, and constantly evolving from now on. And I don't want to scare you. I want to inspire you to not just survive, but to thrive in this new world. You will need to be adaptable and embracing change, anticipating it, feeling comfortable with it, not feeling threatened by it. There's nothing to be threatened about. I think that there is an important space for us to be informed about both the utopian and the dystopian views about AI as future leaders in this world, the corporate world um, that we are engaged in as professionals. It's important to know those things, but we need to be ready to pivot at a moment's notice when these changes start impacting our world and hopefully being able to lead that change and engage with it in a way that is part of our day-to-day -day way of working. And the fifth thing I want to talk to you about is resiliency. So that inner armor that we need to have to embrace change, which isn't always pleasant. It's filled with challenges and setbacks and, you know, complications along the way. But here's the good news. Resiliency can be cultivated. If you start becoming stronger now and embrace small challenges in your daily life, let's say, you know, start incorporating things that you are uncomfortable with in terms of technology and start embracing them slowly, you know, just spend 30 minutes every day teaching yourself how to use something. Like I remember when I bought my iWatch, <laughs> I used to wake up in the morning and the first thing that I would do was learn a little bit more about my iWatch because if I didn't do that first thing, frankly, I wouldn't do it ever. So whenever I find <laughs> that something is really hard for me and I don't want to do it, it has to be the first thing I do in the morning. 
So by training yourself to be resilient with technology in small ways, it will help you be better prepared for, you know, the twists and turns in the future. And the final thing I want to talk to you about is this idea of a bionic brain. This is something I've been reading about, and it's about you curating your intelligence. In this information age, we need to be, you know, more careful about where we place our attention because there's just too much out there for us and it can be overwhelming. You know, if you think about a time when we didn't have this dozens, if not hundreds of emails coming our way. Now, for me, for example, I have emails. I have Teams because I use Microsoft Teams with my team here in my business. I have all the messages I get on LinkedIn, Instagram, sometimes even Twitter. I don't use a lot of Twitter, but, you know, I have to check all the all the inboxes. You know, one thing that is really a nightmare for me is when somebody sends me a message on Facebook, you know, the Facebook Messenger, because I never check it. And sometimes there will be like somebody there saying, oh, can you help me with my job interview? And I'm like, oh, no, please send me an email. <laughs> it's been two, three weeks. It's probably too late. So I have to always be checking all of those inboxes. And it's important for us to be more discerning. The power to get smarter and faster across different topics is about you optimizing your time. Okay, being more careful and filtering out noises. I know that this is a challenge for everybody. It is a challenge for me too, you know, but I've been very careful in making sure that I recognize the value of authentic sources of information that I want to sort of keep an eye on um, and not sort of spread myself too thinly and sprinkle myself too thinly. And as I say this, I also am always worried about my clients and my, especially my prospect clients, because I know that they are comparing me with many other coaches and trying to find the best possible solution for their career needs. And whatever they decide to do, they need to stick to it because there's so much information out there and it must be so confusing. I've just spoken to a prospect client who's thinking about signing up with me and I know that he has worked with two other coaches before and I look at his LinkedIn profile and there's just so much work there to be done. Even if he signs up for a LinkedIn audit, I think he will already see very good results, you know, and I know how hard it is because I've been there. That's why I started my business is because I found it really hard to to find those sources of information. Now I think there are probably too many sources, some of which are great, some of them are not so good. So be very cautious. Your mission in this world of extreme amounts of information should be to, you know, elevate your knowledge base while ensuring you're not consuming misleading false information or spending time with information that will lead you nowhere and you know too much scrolling on Instagram or TikTok for example is a good example of it but you know what sometimes we you know as older people like myself in my 50s look at youngsters and they're scrolling on TikTok and we're rolling our eyes but we do this you know, spending too much time on LinkedIn is 
exactly the same as spending too much time on TikTok. You know, again, I have another prospect client who's going to have a meeting with me, I think tomorrow. And he wrote in his summary, you know, he's spending too much time looking at LinkedIn and feeling anxious about, you know, looking for work. And it has that effect. You know, I have a few episodes that you may have listened to in the past with experts explaining, you know, that spending too much time looking for work in job boards has the same effect as scrolling on TikTok. It's just, you know, different generation, different social media platforms, right? Look, the future might seem daunting for all of us, but it's filled with possibilities. And this is why I'm recording this episode, because I want you as a senior executive, as an expert professional to take charge and to see your responsibility as part of this change and also to see you as being responsible and part of this change within your current work or your future work. And it is really a privilege to pave way for the next generation that will have to embrace AI in the future and be the ones that bring about change that is ethical, that is filled with possibilities and opportunities for future generations to come. So please embrace change, stay curious, and always remember that while machines might replicate tasks, they will never replicate the human spirit. And that you are going to bring as an expert professional in your field, amazing contributions in years to come. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and if you haven't yet subscribed to the Job Hunting Podcast, hit the follow button if you are on Spotify. If you are on Apple Podcasts, there is a plus button. And if you are on other platforms, find a way to subscribe because it will mean that you will get new episodes straight into your podcast app every Monday as soon as it's released. And if you're not yet subscribed to the newsletter, there is a link to subscribe in the episode show notes. Thank you so very much for listening and I will see you next time. Bye for now.